when the Beatles said, help, I need somebody, did you think you should just do that on your own? Listen into today's episode to hear that help isn't a dirty word and that it can massively transform and progress your business. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Self Sabotage to Success podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in again if you're one of my regular listeners and if you're one of my newer listeners and I know there are some of you out there because I've been looking at the stats then welcome it's so fantastic to have you here. I am Lucy Orton your host and I am a coach for female entrepreneurs who are absolutely ready to move away from self-sabotage and step into their role as the empowered awesome, self-believing CEO of their purpose-led businesses. I am a certified positive psychology coach and positive psychology is at the heart of what I do and what I talk about on these podcasts, but I'm always applying it back to your reality as purpose-led female entrepreneurs because I know that you have huge missions and huge impact that you want to make in the world and you don't have time for those mindset self-saboteurs. You've had enough. You are more than ready to step into those empowered, important, self-believing shoes so that you can do amazing things with your business for your wider aims and your wider purpose, but also for yourself, for your own lives, for your ability to design a business that works for you that allows you time and space and freedom. So that's what's behind my podcast. And today's episode is a really pertinent one. It's something that I have personally dealt with as a saboteur. And it's all about how we can really see help as a dirty word, asking for help, reaching out for help, admitting that we need some more support. And I think as women, this is something that inherently makes us feel a bit uncomfortable because of some of the messages we've had growing up, because of some of the stories that we've been telling ourselves for years. So that's going to be today's topic. And I think you're going to really enjoy it. It's going to be a really good one. And I'm going to end by telling you the three ways to ask for help and why you should be asking for help in those three different ways. So there'll be some real practical tips at the end. Now, I just wanted to also say a big, big thank you for two different reasons. Firstly, I have been looking at my stats again and I've hit 4,000. I think by the time this episode airs, I'll be well over 4,000 downloads and it seems just a really short amount of time ago that I was thanking you for the 3,000 episodes. It was a couple of weeks. So it's absolutely brilliant to get that many downloads. In the podcast world, these kind of download figures are really lovely to see see because it means that there are people out there getting something from the podcast, listening to the whole episode and really taking something away with them that they can use practically, which is my aim. The second thank you that I wanted to say is to the lovely Rosie Loka, who has left me a fantastic review on Apple Podcasts. And you know how I feel about Apple Podcast reviews. They really help get my podcast out there. They are brilliant for drawing new people into my world and hearing 
bring my message of self-sabotage to success. So it really does mean a lot to me when people take the time to do it, especially as I know that Apple Podcasts does not make it particularly easy. If you've got a phone, uh, an iPhone, and you've got the podcast app, it's relatively simple. But if you haven't, it's a bit tricky. I've done it before myself from a desktop and it's a bit of a pain. So thank you so, so much to Rosie. I'm just going to read out her review now, which is lovely. She's titled it eye-opening podcast. Lucy really hits the nail on the head with all of the things to do with mindset that might be holding you back with your business. It's the sort of podcast that you can dip in and out of and come back for repeat listens of episodes that really resonate. The episodes are a good length. They are not too overwhelming and with really actionable advice. It's becoming my go-to when I need a bit of motivation in my business and as a prompt to be kind and encouraging to myself. Well, Rosie, that message made my day. That review is brilliant. I absolutely intend to make my episodes give you that extra spark of motivation. And I am so happy that it's encouraging you to be kind and to encourage yourself. And I also love what you said about the repeat episodes. I've heard that before from listeners that they listen to the same ones a couple of times because they really resonate. And I think it's a fantastic thing to do. And I've done the same thing with some of the podcasts that I listen to. I have a couple of key episodes that I return back to again and again. I think one of those episodes that people return back to for me is episode seven, all about taking imperfect action. And also, I believe it's episode two about the mosquito bite and not scratching the mosquito bite of obsessive thinking. So I recommend those episodes if you haven't heard them before, because they are ones that I think many people return back to. And I wanted to also give Rosie a shout out, which I will give to anyone who does leave me an Apple podcast review. Rosie is an arts professional who provides expert advice and first class classical and jazz musicians for weddings and events. And her Instagram handle where you can find her and all of the lovely work that she does in that arena is Taylor Made Music Agency. So at Taylor Made Music Agency. So go and check her out and thank you again for all of the people who've taken the time to leave me ratings and reviews. And actually that segues me nicely into the topic of today's episode which as I said is all about asking for help because I'm asking you for help when I ask you to write me a review. I'm also asking my clients for help if I ask them to write me a testimonial which I have done in the last couple of weeks And it's okay to reach out. It's okay to say there's something you could do that can help me. But we really do struggle with it. And that's what this episode is going to be all about. And hopefully shifting you away from the saboteur of feeling like help is a dirty word. So if today's episode, which is going to be a great one, really resonates for you and you want to dig in deeper with the issues that I bring up and that I've brought up in other episodes of the podcast, then do remember that you can book in for a self-sabotage breakthrough call, which is where we can talk about how I support clients, how I support purpose-led female entrepreneurs and move them away from their self-sabotage and into amazing success. So the link that you need to click on for booking a self-sabotage breakthrough call is in the show notes or if you've got a great memory you can just go to calendly.com forward slash Lucy Orton. 
Now, in terms of the topic of today's episode, I do think that it's important to know that everyone struggles with this. And it's something that is particularly an issue for female entrepreneurs, especially in the early days or early years of their businesses. And that's because we have been conditioned to think that asking for help is somehow a weakness or some kind of indictment against our own abilities, our own independence, our own willingness to just go it alone and push through. And the vast majority of female entrepreneurs and of my clients start out alone, which is why I've talked in the past about the importance of business besties. And I'm going to be doing a couple of episodes on that topic in weeks to come. But we start out alone so we can feel like We have to do it all alone and we have to struggle and hustle with the tasks, with the endless to-do list of our business all by ourselves, even when there is help at hand. There's help out there that we can find. And I know that this is something that I have dealt with as someone who sees themselves as very competent, very independent, very strong-minded and very capable. So I've always felt in life like I can get through things on my own, I can manage, I can achieve, I can tick things off a list. And what I've realised as I've got older, as I've got further on in both life and businesses, is that I don't have to do it alone. And sometimes that feeling of needing to achieve on my own is actually a saboteur. And Jessamy Hibbard, who wrote a great book about imposter syndrome, talks about one of the types of imposter as being the soloist. And when I read about this, I found it really interesting from the perspective of imposter syndrome, but I also found it interesting in terms of the wider mindset perspective of a business owner because the soloist is someone who really believes really defines competence as being able to do something on their own and sees achievements as only really mattering or counting if unassisted. So a soloist finds it hard, for example, to see the role that they played if there were other teammates involved. They just don't recognise it on the same level because they think, oh, I need to hand off a lot of that responsibility and that credit to someone else. This is certainly something that I felt both in my life and in my businesses from creating gifts and birthday parties for friends and families to writing my work when I was at university to achieving in my career and starting my business. I felt that I would do better if I didn't need anyone else. And I've really been able to unpick that, particularly in the last couple of years, as I've realised that actually asking for help is not a dirty word and support can be incredible. And actually, if we want to make true impact and live and work in our zone of genius, reaching out to others who can support and assist and help us grow is absolutely fundamental. I think a lot of this does boil down to some of our earlier experiences. For example, when we're going through the education system and when we're going through the corporate system, if we're working in a corporate job, yes, 
in work, there is an emphasis on teamwork. But in terms of your own rewards, you have to do your own thing, prove your worth, provide evidence perhaps in the form of, in education, in the form of grades and and marks and essays, and in work in the form of tangible KPIs and achievements and showing that you particularly have achieved more than others so that you can make a case for your own promotion, your own pay rise and so on. And like so many things, when we look at the business world and the entrepreneurship world and the business owner way of thinking, we have to rip up that rule book because it's not the same. No one's going to give you a gold star for doing it alone. It really reminds me of something my antenatal teacher said, which is no one is going to give you a medal if you don't take any drugs. (laughs) No one is going to come to you at the end and provide you with a medal. And it's similar when you think about building a business. We are not going to be given some kind of recognition for hustling and struggling and truth bomb, allowing it to take so much longer than we might if we'd reached out for help. And as I said, I definitely struggled at the beginning of my business journey to recognize that I didn't have to do it alone. And what's amazing is when I did reach out for help, I was able to progress so much faster when I worked with coaches myself, when I took on training from experts who'd already been there, and when I allowed other people to play roles in my team and really help and support me so that I was able to concentrate on the stuff that is hugely impactful and hugely important to me, which is serving my clients, creating content, and being an expert in this area. Oh my goodness, I was able to progress so much faster. But to do it, I had to move away from this idea of help as a dirty word. Because I distinctly remember, even with my mindset training and even with my interest in positive psychology, saying to myself things like, I should be able to work this out. I should be able to do this alone, especially in the world of Google and especially in the world of YouTube and podcasts. I used to think, well, there's an answer out there and I know I can find it. And do you know what? I probably could find it. But just because you can do something and just because you can find some information eventually, it doesn't mean you should do that. And that's where we really need to tweak our mindset and put ourselves into these empowered entrepreneur CEO shoes because we can end up getting bogged down in the detail that I've talked about before. We can end up focusing on the wrong things instead of the one thing that is really going to progress our business forward. I also think that this links in with a scarcity versus an abundance mindset. And it's not something I've talked about a lot on the podcast, but having that scarcity mindset can keep us in that fearful zone, can make us think we're competing constantly and we have to achieve and do things to some kind of perfectionist level and do it alone to matter and to achieve and to strive for greatness. And actually, that is absolutely not true. Collaboration is fantastic. Working with others and utilizing the different skills and different strengths of others is super, super important. And if we refuse to ask for help, if we refuse to step out of that soloist mindset, then we can end up with all manner of negative consequences. So we can end up in overwhelm 
and even in burnout and giving up on our dreams, we can end up in using our energies inefficiently and finding ourselves spending time and energy and effort in areas that don't serve our business and they certainly don't serve us. And we can end up drawing a line under it and thinking this is just too hard. In terms of the opposite of that, when we reach for help, we can find so many benefits. And this can really feel counterproductive if you're moving yourself away from a more traditional mindset and that soloist mentality. But when we reach out for help, when we employ the right people, when we seek the right advice, we can really gain in terms of traction and speed. And because of that, we can also gain faster in terms of income. Another area where we can really improve our business by seeking help is in accountability. And this is something that many of my clients come to me for because they want that accountability. They want to have someone who is going to be championing them, but also challenging them, offering them new ways of doing things and being a sounding board. Something else which is really key is that when we pay, we pay attention. So whether that's that you're delegating some work to a VA or whether you're employing a coach or a copywriting expert, it can really focus the mind because we know that we've made that conscious investment and we need to see it through now. We need to take ourselves seriously as business owners and we need to take seriously the investment that we've made. So it can end up bringing huge dividends, even when it can feel like you're putting money out there into the world away from your business. The knock-on effect is that more money can end up coming in. And I've seen this particularly with visibility. When you encourage someone to work on their visibility and they've paid you for it as a coach, then they start to show up because they realize that they've made that investment, they've made that commitment to themselves. When I talk to my clients about the progressive mindset that we work towards, one of the areas of the progressive mindset is that hyper-specific productivity, which means that we only should be working on those focused jobs, those things that we need to do, the income-generating, impactful tasks, and making sure that we're not getting lost in toxic busyness, in using busy as a badge of honor, and so on. And again, when we reach for help, it means that we can put a lot of that busy work, maybe that's designing a new logo in Canva, maybe that's dealing with some kind of back end of the website tech gremlin. We can push that off our plates and leave us that space to focus and to really build that hyper-specific productivity. The other element that's relevant here from the progressive mindset is the strengths exclusive focus. And again, we get to focus on the stuff that lights us up. We get to feel energized and we get to enjoy our work. And that has a fantastic knock-on effect for everything that we do in our business. If we're able to spend the majority of our day, and it's never going to be perfect, but the majority working on things which light us up and which create buoyancy in us and make us feel like we're moving towards our goals and that we're enjoying it in the process, then that leads to a much more sustainable 
sustainable business model going forward. If we look at our day and think, oh my goodness, 80% of that, I'm working on areas of such weakness or I'm treading water or I'm not able to really step into who I want to be as a business leader, then the productivity goes down, the enjoyment goes down, and we start to feel quite deflated. And one of the most common conversations I have with new clients is that they have recognized that they need that expert help. They need that sounding board and that person who's going to help them with their mindset, create that progressive, fantastic, empowered sense of of self-belief. And they really recognize that, and it's a bit of a truth bomb, if I was going to do this on my own, I would have done it by now. So if I was going to change my mindset by reading self-help books or listening just to podcasts, then it would have happened by now. But I know that I need something more and I need that accountability piece and I need that other person, that real life human to be here for me and be alongside me in my journey as an entrepreneur. Now, if what I'm saying is really pricking up your ears now and forcing you to rewind by 15 seconds, then it might be that you're absolutely ready for a self-sabotage breakthrough call with me and to learn how we could work together and how I can support you and help you to use that potentially challenging word to blast through your mindset and really get you into that fantastic, amazing space of feeling empowered, of feeling fantastic about who you are and what you have to offer the world. So do click on the Calendly link in the show notes if that's you, if that fits you to a T, or you can just go to calendly.com forward slash Lucy Orton. Anyway, before I tie up this episode, I want to give you these three ways to know that help is what you need. I would say there's three essential ways that you can bring help in to your business that really will make traction, will help you make progress and achieve those amazing business dreams. The first way is to take things off your plate that you're genuinely not good at, that really de-energize you, but you can easily outsource. So this could be using admin services. This could be buying more tech that's going to help you achieve something more easily so you won't have to deal with it yourself. It could be employing a copywriter or a graphic designer. And if you take these things off your plate, you're going to free up time for the good stuff within your business. So that's the first way. The second way is the opposite. So it's things that you might be able to do and you might be able to take a DIY route to some extent, but you're not necessarily going to be able to do it as well as a professional or as another kind of service. So this could be where you outsource building your website, but you actually have skills. And it goes back to that thing I was saying earlier, which is just because you can do it doesn't mean you have to do it. And taking those things off your plate instead of doing a DIY route will mean that you often get a more professional result and you certainly save yourself time and stress in terms of having to approach a task that's just not really something you should be focusing on right now. And thirdly, I would say 
when there is something where you genuinely need to speak to someone with expertise, someone who understands the way that that particular need for your business or for yourself as a person, for example, if it's mindset, shows up and who can really be that person who opens your mind to new possibilities and to really sharing with you insights from a different perspective. So you can use that expertise to really create that transformation that you're looking for and really move yourself on quicker and more effectively than if you tried to go it alone or push it to the back of your mind and hope that that problem would go away. That can be absolutely invaluable and something that oftentimes we can't get just from reading a book or listening to a couple of podcasts. So those are the three key places where I think asking for help can absolutely be hugely beneficial to your business. And in all three of those examples, they can directly help the bottom line. Some of this content today might be a little bit challenging. I definitely think we have some deep rooted ideas about asking for help and about finding support and finding those champions and teammates and kind of pseudo colleagues when we are in the entrepreneurship mode. But it's absolutely imperative that you embrace this idea and move away from the saboteur of help being a dirty word. I also think something which I've noticed recently, and I think it's really to be applauded, is that many people who are doing well in the world and who are achieving great things with their businesses are coming forward. I say many, maybe that's an exaggeration. I've seen this on three or four occasions where they're coming forward and they're saying, I do great things and I'm very visible and I'm successful, but I have a lot of support behind the scenes. And you don't need to put that front out there anymore that you're just doing everything and that you're creating everything all by yourself. So I love that and I'm all for that. And more of us should be having those conversations where we open up and we say in normal times, yes, I have a tidy house, but I also have a cleaner. Or yes, I have a a smooth sounding podcast, but I also have an editor. We have lots of different ways where we can be more honest about the support that we require, about the assistance that we do already use, because that also allows others to step into their being and step into their empowered CEO shoes and recognize that there's no prizes for doing it all by yourself. In fact, the opposite I would say is true, that when we're tactical and strategic and switched on and we employ help when it's most needed, we can absolutely skyrocket our business success. So I really hope that this week's episode has set those brainwaves going, has made you think about some of the stories that you might have been telling yourself about asking for help in all walks of life, but specifically in business, because I'm really passionate about this. Wherever possible, let's rewrite the rule book. Let's move away from any shame attached to help or needing support. Let's be bold in terms of bringing others on board and creating those fantastic new opportunities for ourselves, our businesses and our well-being because it will absolutely impact on all of those elements. 
I have loved making today's podcast and talking about this topic and I really hope you have enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed making it and don't forget if you're ready for your self-sabotage breakthrough call then click on the link in the show notes and I would love to speak to you. Until then I will see you next week on the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. Have a fantastic time and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.